Welcome to You're Still Away. We're two bogey golfers, and this is the year we get good at golf. No more regretting golf trips because our games don't hold up. No more getting frustrated when we're supposed to be having fun. This year, we're on a quest to slash our handicaps in half. Let's check in and see how we're doing. Hey, Willie, what's happening? Bingo, bingo, bongo. Yes, yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. We found ourselves a new fun game, Billy. Yeah, I like it. Uh, so basically, if anyone's never played it, it's pretty cool. You do kind of have to follow the... Well, it's well, very fitting for us because you have to follow yeah. the You're Still Away. I was going to say, not uh, even kind of. Etiquette. Like, you have yeah. to. You have to do it. Yeah. Right. So we've come up, you know, we've played it twice now. You know, we've come up with a way of, you know, if you're ready to go, hit the ball. But sure. um, but basically, it's first person on the green gets bingo. Mm-hmm. When both balls are on the on the green closest to the pin gets is it bango or bongo yep. i don't remember who is first no bango and then bango and then bongo is first in the hole exactly which is why it matters like whoever's away has to shoot first and, and granted if i'm away and I, I you know you're ready to hit you can hit but if i then hit mine counts as first it's like i went first yeah right? so and, and we, we've been doing a good job like i said you know a couple of times we'll go out of order if you know for pace of play yeah, you just got to keep the pace moving. But. Yeah, and it's funny, too, because we both even said, I mean, we're just playing dollar bingo, bango, bongos. Um, I mean, we're going to talk about it. Uh, I almost feel bad that I won last time because your golf game was just much better than mine. That's kind of the fun of the game is, you know. Yeah, even if you're having a bad day, you can still win the money. Yeah. And I, and and I think the first time we did it, didn't you chip in? And like you, 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 you were able to shout out on the course like bingo, bango, bongo. <laughs> yeah, you know? like, yeah, like, yeah. That's the funnest part of this whole thing. I love shooting, right. you know, screaming out bingo when I get on the green. Yeah, yeah. And we were saying, you know, hasn't really affected my strategy at all. But if you're playing, you know, twenty, you know, we're playing dollar ones. If you're playing twenty dollar, you know, bingo, bango, bongos, you might be missing putts on purpose, or you know, oh, there's, sure, there's yeah. certainly some strategy things where you might want to be away um you know things like that so it, it, it's a fun game yeah i highly recommend um, people checking it out if you want to just you know mix up your your gambling out on the course a little bit yeah it's, it's fun keeps we it were, light yeah we were doing the dots and dots is fun but i think it just kind of i don't know it's getting old or just wanted to mix it up so found this game thought it was actually really cool so yeah, i played no. it twice working out great i think we keep doing it yeah, and, I, and I'm not gonna lie, man. You keep on winning, bingo, bango, bongo. If it means I could keep on scoring the way I scored, yeah, it doesn't even exact, bother me. Yeah, doesn't exactly. even bother me. I wish, uh, I wish it was uh, opposite. To tell you the truth. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, it's a good segue. I mean, I think um, we, we were talking earlier about you know uh, maybe just discussing some of our takeaways. We've played a couple of times. Uh, I think we both have some some takeaways from the rounds that we played. Um, I, mine are all pretty good you know i mean I, I have some stuff that that i know i can i i can work on them and there's always stuff to work on but this is the first time we're getting on a recording and i'm like man I, i'm feeling pretty good about where i'm at i'm feeling pretty good about the last couple rounds yeah yeah you should be um i don't even remember the the first one but um 
you know, this last one, what was it? 87? Yeah, shot an 87. 42, 45. Yeah, beautiful. And what, third time breaking 90, you said? Third time breaking 90. Up one. The first time was that mythical 83. That was uh, pretty much like two years ago now. Right. Um, so that one's fallen off. And, and that's kind of the neat thing about this year, too, like doing this and being committed we're just playing more golf. Like I'm just seeing like there's a lot more scores in in the Grint. So yeah, uh, it's kind of exciting to be playing pretty well right now and be like, all right, I gotta get back out. I gotta get back out. Um, but yeah, I think a few weeks ago shot an 89 and then uh, shot this 87 uh, a couple days ago. So yeah, feeling feeling good, man. Um, you know, I think coming into the season, we were both like, all right, I want to get to to mid 80s. I want to be like a you know regular you know a mid eighties is like a, a regular round. Um, but you know, we had to get the rust off in the beginning. We were still, still in the triple digits there, you know, back in February, March. And I feel like it's starting to come together now where we can make that progression down towards those pretty standard mid eighties rounds. At least that's what I'm hoping. Yeah. I mean, well, one, it, it seems like I'm still getting the rust off, <laughs> but we could talk about that in takeaways, but no, I, I, I mean, this as like a compliment too. I think I said it to you after the round. I was not that I was surprised at your score. I, I just really wasn't even thinking about whether you were playing sure good or bad. But it it didn't feel like you did anything special. I didn't. You yeah. know, you just you kept the ball in play, you moved it forward. But yep. if we want to talk about takeaways, the world of difference between your putting and chipping. Mm-hmm on that 87 and just about any other round I've ever played with you was, I mean, talk about night and day that eight iron chip for you is unbelievable. Yeah. That thing's working out. You almost chipped one in. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it might've even just been the first hole. I was like, Oh Lord, he didn't leave his putt short. Like you yeah. were, you were putting them past the hole all day. It was just, it was so like good to see. Yeah. Yeah, no, my chipping and putting, um, you know, chipping and putting is definitely something we've been focusing on here um, for probably, you know, the last month or, or six weeks. It's definitely something I've been practicing both of those things. I actually got a chipping lesson. So that was like the first time in my life I actually just went and got a let like, hey, teach me how to do this. You know, I was trying to patch it together with YouTube videos and and clips and stuff. And I just think getting that lesson was, was crucial. So I would really say that if you're struggling with like a certain aspect of your game, just go get a lesson. Stop, stop trying to chase down a tip that you think is going to like, you know, make the light switch go on for you. Just get a lesson, shut out the rest of the world. I, I just, when I got the lesson from the guy, I'm like, I don't care if he's right. I don't care if Dave Pels or whoever agrees with what he's telling me, I'm just going to listen to what this guy has to say and ignore all other advice and it's been working out well so far yeah no nah, i mean um you know a couple of rounds ago i know you chipped one in but yeah i mean you had two like roll right by the hole um yeah just it good to see i mean putting you know a few were past the hole like a little bit too far but honestly i think for you right now that's a that's good, a good thing to have yeah. yep um, you know, you'll, you'll work out the speed a little bit more, but at least they have a chance. Like I even commented to you. I mean, I, you had about a 30, 40 foot putt. And I think you, you put it like five feet past the hole. I was like two weeks ago, that thing would have been halfway to the hole. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, no, doubt. Uh, no doubt. So I don't know if you've just, cause I, I know that you said, um, one of your big problems with like 
you know, lag putting is taking it back and then being like, you know, not committing to the follow through. Cause you're like, Whoa, that's way far back. So I don't yeah. know if you just like decided I'm, I'm committing or that's what. A, that's exactly yeah. it. And, and it's tough because, um, you know, those rounds where I knew that was the problem, but I just couldn't fix it. Right. And it was just like, I knew what the problem was, but for whatever reason, I just, it just wasn't ha Cause it's a mental problem, right? It's almost, it's, almost like the reverse uh, or maybe it's not even the reverse of, of like the yips like because it's on lag putting not really close putting so i don't think it's necessarily the yips but it was just you know i would just quit on it I, in the in the downstroke i would just decelerate and quit on it because I, I was scared i was gonna blow up by the hole and quite frankly i just you know after doing it for three rounds in a row i'm like who cares if you blow up by the hole let, let just see what happens you know and you know, yeah exactly all right you want to blow it past the hole and it's not like i said i'm blowing past the hole an exaggeration you had some yeah, really nice putts but you know you had some really nice putts and you know i, I like i said I, i'll take that every time then you know leaving a getting a 30 footer halfway there yeah yeah, yeah. no I, I mean one of my takeaways when the very first one i have so is just my, my chipping and putting has been strong i had no double chips that 87 not one double every time i chipped it i got it on the green nice. no double chips and uh, i only had two three putts you know so if i don't ever double chip it and i only three putt it, i mean i'd love to get rid of those two three putts as well uh and the one was was the first hole the one the putt you're talking about where i blew it past the hole and quite frankly we had a rain delay we didn't get any putting in beforehand or anything like that and it was a 40 footer 50 footer trying to judge that speed is a little right. tough you know yeah uh, so i wasn't even mad you know i, I three-putted the first green you know a month ago i might have been like oh boy here we go whereas i, I was like uh, whatever now i know the speed like i'm fine right um so so that was good and, and i actually think and i don't know if you're gonna agree with this i got something that i think you might think is controversial um i do feel like practicing my chipping and putting over the course of the last month has been hugely beneficial i feel like chipping and putting for me were really low hanging fruit, right? Like I was so bad at them that I could, I could go from 96 to 87 just by getting better with chipping and putting. Cause I, I was just so bad at it. Yeah. Like I think if you have a decent ball striking day and like no double chips, no three putts, you should be hovering if not breaking 90 every time. Oh, I should absolutely you know. break 90 ever. If I have a, if I have no double chips and no three putts, I should 100% yeah. be breaking 90. Yeah. Uh, and I should be, I should be flirting with 80. I'm going to knock a lot. And that's kind of where I'm going with this is I obviously want to maintain where I'm at with chipping and putting. I'm not trying to say there's no room for improvement. Of course there is, but I feel like at my skill level where I am right now, that's not where I'm going to gain the strokes. Now uh, I feel like I grab those low hanging fruit. They're in the basket. I've got them. I've got to maintain them. So I still want to, you know, practice chipping and putting, but like we have a thing going on where it's like an hour of putting a week. I think that's too much at this point. I'm going to do 30 minutes of chipping, 30 minutes of putting a week. I actually think I, I need to focus on the ball striking. I think, I, I think I need, and I'm not hitting the ball bad. Uh, I'm not, I'm not upset with the way I'm hitting it or anything, but I think if I can get some more approach shots to land on the green if I can get my drives out there a little bit further and have some better clubs, I, I think that's where the strokes are now for me. I really do. Yeah, no, I, I I think I would agree with that. I don't really find that controversial. I mean, listen, there's a few different things, right? 
some people, you know, drive for show, putt for dough. And then other, you know, people say, well, that's bullshit. Um, and it then, is. It uh, is. And then, well, it is and it isn't. Um, and then, you know, other people are going to go to strokes gained and this or that. But listen, when you're trying to break 90 or you're struggling to break 100, it's like you used to say all the time, if you can't get off the tee, you can't play. Yes, 100%. So I think for us, and you just said it, or people out there listening, struggling to break 100 or constantly, you know, in the 95 range. Yes, the number one thing you can do for your game is find that low-hanging fruit yes. and get rid of whatever it is. If it's mm -hmm. constantly slicing OB, stop hitting driver or figure it out. If it's double chipping army golf like crazy, go get a chipping lesson and figure out. If it's seven three putts a day, practice your ass off on the putting green. Yep. Yeah, you have to find, and the royal you has to find that low-hanging mm -hmm. fruit. And yeah, you could probably save 10 strokes right now for me that low-hanging fruit is ball striking you know and or going ob mm -hmm. yep yeah no, another and i think another reason why i feel like you know the chipping and the putting have come around so i can i can focus on some now, granted i could go play tomorrow and the chipping and putting probably maybe aren't there right right but but i i i was so lost a month ago when it came right. to chipping i'm not lost anymore like it's i know it's there i feel confident in it so I really do want to focus on that ball striking because I'm tired of penalty strokes. I'm tired of going OB. I'm tired of being in the woods. That was yeah, another really thing did. about my round. I did not have one single punch out. I was not like in the woods, not one time. And I had one penalty stroke and it was on an approach shot. An approach shot went into the water, right? So I never went OB off the tee. Um, like I, I, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was. It really was. Yeah, I well, if we want to, we can stick on this takeaway too because I, I'm I'm with you to a point where I also agree with I want to maintain chipping and putting, um, but I'm with you right now. My low hanging fruit is ball striking even worse than than like than you need it. Um, but yeah, my putting and chipping honestly has probably never never been better. Yeah, yeah, I, I think dude, you were walking around. Um, you, you're very confident in your putting right now, and you should be. Yeah, yeah I, I think that's be. three rounds in a row I chipped the ball in. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, my chips are getting closer. My like putting, I, I've, I, I think I had one three putt the other day. I had what thirty two putts with a three putt. I, you yep. know, like I, I, I'll take that. Yeah, I, you know, I don't want to. You know, it's the old, oh, he'll be the best athlete ever if he doesn't get hurt. You know, I don't want to like sit here and say with everything, well, it could be gone tomorrow because we all know that it could also be there tomorrow. But I guess the point I'm, I'm trying to make uh, right now, I, I'm with you. Um, you know, you could always gain more strokes. Yeah, I could get 30 putts in my round could have been, you know, a 97 instead of a 99. But that is not my issue right now. Right. Yep. So, all right, so let's, so, all right, so I started off pretty well. I've got a few other takeaways here. So I, I shot an 87. I'm feeling good about my game. Chipping and putting was my big takeaway. You did win the, uh, the bingo, bango, bongo, but you shot a 99. And, you know, I, I feel like your attitude on the course, we had a stretch in the middle where, where the attitude got a little, a little down because we played through a group and they didn't handle it right. It got a little screwy. 
Um, but really, for the most part, your, your attitude was good until the round was over, I think, and you added it up and you were like, you were just like mad at yourself you you were just po yeah like yeah i mean i did try to keep you know a positive attitude it's hard when you know i said you know you can play a one-way miss i had a two like there there was a lot of shots i honestly just didn't even know where the ball was going mm-hmm. so i think for for such bad ball striking i held together yeah i don't know what it was i think it's kind of like kind of just like after you know you know, we reference poker a lot where you just like you're wide awake and wired and playing for, you know, 10 hours. And then when you're done, you're just like, and you feel like this right. wave and you're just like <laughs> drained. I think I just had that. I was like drained. And like, I mean, like we said, there was a rain delay Then it cooled off and it got crazy steamy. Mm. It was freaking hot. I, I think just like playing so poorly, yeah, it just hit me like, wh- like I got to like reevaluate what I'm doing here because you know 99s with terrible ball striking just it i mean i think i said it to you i mean i i could have shot a 99 with total ball striking last year um where i didn't play nearly as much didn't practice nearly as much didn't get lessons so like i mean yeah i i honestly think so i i think the last couple times we've played i think you shot 99 both times and the first time you know you were like yeah you know it wasn't too bad whatever blah 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 this time you were furious and I can understand it. I'm in the same boat. Like we're trying to improve, right? The whole point of this whole thing is get my handicap down as far as I can. But you know, when you look at it, that like on any given weekend on the PGA tour, the guys who aren't making the cut, they're going out and shooting like 78, 78 or 78, 82. Like these guys have like, they're capable of going out and putting a 63 on the card. Right. Like yeah. 82 to them is like a 105 for us. Right. Yeah, I know. I mean, I saw Justin Thomas like top the ball this weekend and like literally topped it in like 30 yards, you know, made me feel yeah. a little bit better. Uh, you know, best one of the best players in the world. Yeah, you know, that happens. stuff happens too. But I think it's just, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I like I said, like you know, tried to think- keep the attitude going, but it was just putting pressure on yourself. You're putting pressure on your score and on your oh. rounds. I'm putting way too much pressure on the score and on the rounds, but I think what really annoyed me about it was the start was so good, at least for me. The ball mm-hmm. striking was there. The ball was going exactly where I wanted it. You know, for four holes, I felt like Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. And then for it to just disappear for like seven holes, like I, I still don't understand that. I'm still good for a 10 around. I'm, you know, like it's just like, come on, man. Like, there's just no consistency and it's extremely frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do think it comes down to practicing some ball striking and just, you know, getting it grooved in, I, I think, and this isn't easy. You, you have a, you know, you've got a three-year-old kid, you've got a job, you've got a lot of things going on. The well, more you, saw, you, the more you play, the, the more consistent it's going to get. Right. Well, you saw the new setup that I sent you today. I did. Right? did. I saw the, saw the picture. Yep. Yeah. So there, whatever if i gotta owe the five dollars because i didn't make it to the range mm-hmm. so be it but i'm bringing the range to my house now you know there you like, go just yeah i i need to get more, i need to get more swings in mm-hmm. simple yeah. as that yeah well I, I texted you last week i go to the freaking range to practice i i buy two buckets at 850 i get to the range i hit maybe half a dozen balls and they tell me the range is closed for maintenance right it's just like (laughs) 
what are you talking about? You just sold me two buckets of balls. Like, Mm -hmm. so, you know, uh, you know, it's hard enough, like you said, to get out when you got, you know, young kid and job and all, you know, we all got life going on and you're going to sell me two buckets and then tell me the range is closed. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Just mind blowing. I can only imagine. I think I don't, I don't remember if you called me after that or if you were just texting me, but I, I mean, I could see the look on your face. I could see the steam coming out of your ears, right. you know? It's just astonishing to me that anyone would ever, like, that's like taking someone's green fee and then being like, oh, yeah, we punched the greens yesterday. You know, that's information you might want to tell before you get the, and I wasn't, it was, I think the buckets were small. So I think it was only like $8. So it wasn't like the money or it wasn't like I spent like, no, no. two large buckets for, you know, 30 bucks or right. something. But I'm like, you feel disrespected. It's like, yeah, really? You couldn't just tell me? Yeah. And then I'm like, are you struggling for money so bad that you need my $8 to, to <laughs> keep your freaking paying rent this month? Like, uh, yeah, I was furious. Mm-hmm. So. All right. So, well, you brought yeah. the range to you, buddy. You brought the range to you. Exactly. So you don't have to, you're not going to sell yourself balls and then close it down so exactly all right i like it my wife might close it down <laughs> <laughs> that's a different story she's the boss it's all yeah. good so but, i got um i'm sorry did i cut you off that i got another takeaway but uh go ahead if i don't want to change topics on you if you got something there no no i think um i mean yeah the first one you know your putting and chipping vastly improved and I, again trying to look at it from the bright spot my putting and chipping is saving 99s instead of shooting 110s so, like I said, I'm trying not to be the, oh, why, why can't I drive it when I can putt it? You know, right. like, look at that from a different angle. That's a couple of rounds now where my putting and chipping has really saved. The, yeah, just be glad what I you got. Yeah. saved a score, but, you know. Oh, it did, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. So, I mean, I have here, we, we touched on it already, but I want to practice ball striking. I actually went through my round, the last round, and just wrote down every shot on every hole. Just to be like, all right, what did I hit? How did it end up? And um, I had two pop-ups off the tee, just, you know, you know, maybe a hundred yard shots off the tee, just popped them up in the air. Um, I had two fat shots where I would consider a fat shot where I definitely hit the ground first, but I at least advanced the ball a decent amount. You know, it might've been a 170 yard club that went a hundred yards, right? Something like that. Um, But then I had a chunk, which is that you might be advancing the ball, you know, 10, 15 yards. So I had one of those, you know what I mean? So two pop-up tee shots, two fat shots and a chunk. Like a year ago, I'd be like, oh, that wasn't a bad day. That's a pretty good ball striking day. I want to get to a point where having any of those means it was a bad ball striking day. Yeah, for sure. You know, for like sure. that to me, that's the, that's the case. I mean, I'm, it's weird because I think like you mentioned earlier, I remember a couple of years ago, I'd go to the range and there was a, a PGA tour pro who would be at this range. And, um, and he'd be practicing putting and, you know, the starter guy would come around picking up the range buckets and, you know, he's like, Oh, that's where you make your money. You got to practice that short game. got to practice that putting. And that was when I said to you, like, yeah, that's, that's great. If I can't putt, I can't score, but if I can't get off the tee, I can't play. Right. And I feel like I'm kind of going back to that a little bit. I'm getting off the tee just fine. As a matter of fact, it's the best I've ever gotten off the tee consistently, like for sure. Um, but I wanna, I wanna dial in that ball striking. So I mean, I want to start practicing driver three wood, seven wood has been my savior. That is my favorite club in the bag. 
by far i just got it um, yeah what we're we calling it the blue one the blue wonder yeah, man that thing is sweet i love that club um yeah, i mean it's helped out so much i i used to if if i was more than 165 out i had to seriously consider like trying to get there in two shots you know so i did get the four iron last year and that did help out with those longer you know those longer shots but this seven wood has been a miracle worker so far so i'm loving it yeah dude you you nailed one green from pretty far out i forget exactly what it was but yeah last couple rounds i have like i've had i i, I if i went through and counted this man including tee shots i i mean if i swung let's see i had 87 how many putts 34 putts so i swung you know 50 whatever that is 53 times uh, <laughs> 35 of those were probably a seven wood right you know, hey be, man fine yeah find that club that gets yeah, around it is and it's the one where if my driver or my three would decide we're not going to show up at the course today i can hit it off the tee and i'll have a long approach shot in but i'll be able to get there and right i'm all for that yeah yeah no it's like i said uh, not that obviously your ball striking wasn't bad, but it's kind of like I said, like it, it didn't stick out to me like you were having this great day. You just, you didn't, you avoided the big number. You didn't do anything poorly. And, yep. And that was the key. And I think that's the key to golf, to be honest. Um, we actually have a previous episode titled avoid the big number, right? Yeah. Cause like it really is the thing. I had one triple and I had one double. Everything else was a bogey or a par. Yeah. That's you know, awesome. Yeah. I mean, like just, you know, avoid the big number. And I, yeah. I think a big takeaway is good golf. Like, like you, you know, you've commented like, you know, it wasn't that you didn't do anything great or I just didn't even notice that you were playing. Well, good golf looks boring. You know, it's hit the ball, hit the ball again, maybe have to chip it a little bit and then take a couple putts. Yeah. Like, you know, it looks boring. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. I'd take a boring 87 any day. I'll say yeah. that because yeah. 99s don't feel boring. They feel like yeah. a struggle. They feel yeah. like you're really working for it. Yeah. And, and even when we were getting off the course, I was like, yeah, I think I did pretty well today. I probably, you know, I'm probably like around 93, 94. And then we added it up and it was 87. I was like, all right. You know, like I didn't yeah. even realize I was having that good of a day. That's awesome. And yeah, it was. It was great. No, no pressure on trying to break 90 or anything. Right. Didn't even know where my score was. Didn't care. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I had, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna say I only had one seven and I took it on the seventeenth hole. Yeah. I'll take that. I'll take yeah, that. hell yeah. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say, uh, you know, my I also have ball striking as a takeaway, but being so poor, and it's odd because it's not necessarily my tee shots and I'm really convinced it's like something mental at this point like I, I just can't hit the second shot maybe i'm just putting too much pressure so, on it I, I think you're putting a lot of pressure on it i really do um i think you're because you get out you know if you're lucky you're getting out once a week it's really more like once every other week yeah and i think so when you get out there you're like i want to put a number down mm. and that's why when you start off having four really nice holes you're like this today's gonna be the day today's right. gonna be the day and then once there's a bad hole, all that goodwill is just gone, you know? Well, yeah. I mean, the bad hole here was this, this group letting us go who just like, 
they don't know how to let people pass. They're like, right. oh, you guys go ahead. And then we get up there and they're standing on the green. So I'm like, all right, I guess they're not going to let us go. And then they waited on the next tee box without hitting their drives. And then we were kind of rushing. Um, I topped my drive and then I mm. hit my second shot, you know, from 20 yards further up, hit that one OB. And then at that point, the hole is just a disaster hole. I'm like, well, there's no coincidence that I just, you know, started off par 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 bogey and then this happens when i'm mm-hmm. trying to rush because these idiots don't know how to yeah they really they really botched that so um there was definitely something to that no doubt but yeah you know i, th- I think you're i think you're right um there's there's like so yeah there, there's definitely some of that well, pressure i mean i have to learn how to deal with that better but i was gonna go here for another takeaway unless you want to say something no go ahead so it's odd because so one of my takeaways was that you know quote unquote nemesis hole where Mm -hmm. i said and i was going to do this at the divide last time but there's a temporary green so i didn't even really want to like you know i I think i hit five iron but i said last time we played this i'm like i'm like i am hitting Mm -hmm. seven iron off this tee no matter what we yep when i'm playing this next time i did that i bogeyed the hole yep and pretty sure I missed like, you know, that was like a two putt. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. I'm You hit seven iron. I hit seven iron, seven iron. Yeah. I, I was I just short of the green. I think yeah, I was on you the chipped fringe, on and two putt. Chipped on and two putt. Easy bogey. Yeah. Yeah. Where I've been hitting three hybrid and then punching yeah. out of the wood and hitting driver and going OB, you know, so. It, it was nice, you know, obviously the ball striking was okay on that hole. And also on number two, I was like, I just don't want to be behind that stupid freaking tree yeah. anymore. Yeah, you were good. What, what'd you hit on that hole? What'd you hit there? I think I hit my three hybrid. Yeah, it was perfect. Yeah, bogeyed that hole again. So like two nemesis mm-hmm. holes changed my strategy and got wildly like different scores. Yeah, and I think that's the key, right? So when I say focus on ball striking now, what I'm trying, like, instead of being like, I, you know, I obviously don't want the pop-ups. I don't want the fat shots. But I also do want to get to a point where on a hole like that, I don't have to go down to my seven wood. You know what I mean? Like, that hole is meant to be played with a driver, right? It's a yeah, relatively, play, yeah. Yeah. Um, which is, uh, and I'm, right now, I am, I'm totally fine not hitting driver right now. I, I, like, it's okay. I want to keep the ball in play because when I hit driver, I put it in the trees on the left. However... If I'm going to start to really get into that single digit territory and really start like low to mid 80s, I'm going to have to figure out how to play my driver on those holes. Yeah, probably same thing with number one, too. Yeah. Yeah. One, I mean, one is one of those ones where I think it will be one of the last holes that I'm attacking with a driver just because if you if you decide to cut it over the water it's a pretty short par four, right? Like you can, you can cut it over the water. Big hitters could probably put it on the green, right? Um, I would like to get there eventually, but that's a birdie hole even without having a hit driver there. Yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, I'm hitting seven wood and I'm, I'm hitting a pigeon wedge in. So uh, I'm not too concerned about that one. That's a fun hole though. If you can, you know, if you've got better control over your driver, that's a, that's a fun hole to go after. Yeah, yeah. I actually really like how at Stonebridge, like, I mean, my first drive of the day at top, but it's a fifth hole. I didn't hit driver until the fifth hole. Yeah, me too. I mean, probably because, you know, 
number one's dog leg um three you know it's all part fours too you don't even have a part three uh one's a dog leg three and four are both dog legs yeah two's a driver hole well we didn't hit driver because we we typically right because yeah exactly so i didn't want to be on the trees on the left so it, it is encouraging to be like all right i can change my strategy and and to see that payoff for once not have smart golf syndrome and yeah. still get a nine anyway or whatever it is. So yep. that yep. was encouraging for sure. Yeah. And I think at our skill level, a lot of um, like whether we're going to have a good day or a bad day, a lot of that is in like being able to work that balance between knowing number two is a driver hole that I, I need to learn how to hit driver on that hole, but I'm not quite there yet. And my seven would work out just fine. And I'll take my bogey and move on. Yeah, exactly. That's that's a little bit more of learning how to avoid the big number. Right. And, you know, being, you know, a 14 who's keeping the ball in play a lot and being a little bit more aggressive and looking at that as like a, you know, a really good birdie opportunity. Right. So what I'm trying to do, I think, is is right now play that conservative play, you know, during my rounds. I'll hit that seven wood on number two and, I'll you know, I could reach the green in two. I didn't there, but, uh, you know, it was an easy chip on and a two putt. And, and I certainly had a chance for the par putt. It, it wasn't, a, you know, it wasn't like it was a miracle putt or anything. Um, but off the course, on the range, I want to be working on that driver. I want to be working on, all right, if, if I'm going to really bring my scores down, I've got to be able to figure out how to how to keep the driver in play on a hole like that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's another reason I was so disappointed in my score because it wasn't like I just reached for driver every time, you know. No, like you I, thought I through did, everything. You yeah. thought through everything. Yeah. Right. And I think to like put that much effort into it and then still, still score so poorly is just disappointing. Mm-hmm. Yep. I know the feeling though, man, and it's gonna happen to me too. I try cheering you up just because it's golf. It's just golf. Some days you shoot a ninety-nine, you know. I don't think it's because you stink. I don't think it's because you're not putting the work in. I don't think it's because it's not going to be a 89 next time. It's just sometimes it just happens. Yeah, yeah, it does. But like I said, I think I'm just, you know, um, just really putting the pressure on to, mm-hmm. to want to get a good score. I I'm, I think it was Adam Young um, a few months ago. He was like, just, you know, you, you're going to go out and you're going to shoot, you're going to shoot and you're going to throw your scores in your handicap is going to adjust with however wacky formula right. they use. But he was like, focus more on scoring average. Mm-hmm. My handicap hasn't gone down at all. My scoring average has gone down almost three strokes. Yeah. And your handicap has gone down. I really don't think it has, but yeah, it, it's definitely gone down from the beginning. You, I think you're, you're a full two strokes better now than no, the, not than the beginning. Or at least one. I don't think so. But anyway, it, it's right. my, my scoring average used to be like a 100.1. Mm-hmm. And now it's a 97.2. Yeah, there you go. Like so it. I get, I'm, get, I'm getting rid of a, a lot worse scores, but they're just not counting towards my handicap. You know? Right. Yep. Yep. So that, that kind of takes me to, to another one of my takeaways, which is I, I do, uh, I'm not trying to, hammer this home but i guess in a way i am because I, I do think you're putting too much pressure on yourself i went there especially because my back hasn't been great i've had a summer cold all week long i, I haven't been getting my practice on my workouts in so when we were going i was like i am going there with no expectations of anything i don't care what my score is i just want to get through the round 
you know, without hurting my back. I just want to get through the round and have a good time. I'm really not going to, going to focus on my score. And I didn't. And, you know, we had that rain delay. So when we were teeing off, there were, I don't know, 10, 15 people behind us, just kind of like watching, you know, in, in, in the past, that would be nerve wracking. And I was like, dude, when I, when I stood over the ball, I was just like, you, you can't let it be nerve wracking. I'm like, don't think, don't think, just get set up correctly. And then you know how to hit a golf ball, just hit it. You're not allowed to think. And yeah. I hit, I hit one. It wasn't great, but it was good enough. And it got me out there. And then that approach shot, this was my chunk, right? So yeah, yeah I remember that. Yeah. Now. We're, we're further away from everybody. You still know they're there, but you know, they're not all like paying attention to you or anything. And, and I felt like I really wasn't thinking about them, but then I chunked it and I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Right. And I just walked up to, you know, maybe 15 yards, walked up to it again, same club, same everything. And I, just, I was like, all right, boom, put it on the green. And at that point I was like, okay, my focus for the rest of this round is going to be once I'm actually addressing the ball, I've got my setup, I'm ready to go. I'm not thinking about anything. And it's really hard to do. Like I had to rush some swings because I was like, oh, the thoughts are starting to come in. Just go, just go, just go. And it was uncomfortable, but I was like, I'm just going to stay uncomfortable doing that because I think developing that habit is going to be really good for me in the long run. Like there's no, you do your thinking on the range. There's no reason to stand over the ball and have to fret about everything. Oh, am I going to do this? Where's my elbow? Blah, 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 blah. Just hit it. And uh, I, feel, yeah. I feel like that served me really, really well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, well, one of your best scores ever. It's funny that you said that, too, because we didn't even, like, talk about this. Um, I was thinking the same thing. Uh, you know, I've been working on, like, you know, sort of a new grip, a new setup, and I was just like, I just want to, like, get to the ball and hit it. And mm -hmm. the first shot of the day, I freaking roped three hybrid yeah, exactly where I wanted it, you know? Mm -hmm. And then and then I kind of thinned my uh, approach shot and had a double chip but my second chip went in and I saved par. So, I mean, I'm, I'm right. feeling good about the way the round started. And, you know, then the second hole, same thing, rope three hybrid right where I wanted it. And I wasn't thinking, and I'm like, all right, maybe I'm on something, kind of just getting mm -hmm. up to the ball and hitting it, you know, and then <laughs> that went away, yeah. you know, a couple holes later and, and, and it was a struggle to get it back. So let me ask you, because I, I know I struggle with hitting behind the ball a lot. And I think it's something you struggle with too, but I think you're not, not nearly as much. It happens to you like every once in a while. I think your struggle is more hitting it on the heel or the hosel right now. So, <clears throat> excuse me. We've talked, like I know when I'm hitting, this is an Adam Young thing, right? Like if I'm hitting the ground three inches behind the ball, you know, he's like, well, try. And I do this on the range. He'd be like, try aiming three inches in front of the ball. And then maybe you'll, you know, it's almost like darts. If you're, if you keep throwing it below the, the bullseye, try aiming above the bullseye. And it's just kind of like these adjustments that you make in other games without even really thinking about it. But for whatever reason, it's just not instinctual. At least it wasn't for me on the golf course. And I definitely do that a lot. And I was doing it a lot during the round because I did have a couple of fat ones. And I'm like, all right, you know, aiming a dipple on the front side of the ball, aim a little bit in front of the ball. Um, and I think not thinking about my swing helps that cause I just kind of pick a spot and go and I'm aiming at that or that's the spot I'm looking at. And I just do my swing. Um, the issue you were having was more heel and hosel. So do you ever try to be like, okay, if I'm hitting it off the heel, I'm just gonna 
whether it's a, an adjustment in your setup or whatever it might be, I'm going to try and hit it off the toe. Um, not really, honestly. Um, obviously I, I have to do something cause I mean, I talked about trying to self-correct and I think I know what I'm doing wrong and I'm trying to do something different and it's not working. Yeah. There was no self-correcting yeah. the other day. It was well, brutal. I, I think you were trying, right? I think, I think as golfers, our breed, when we, when we think of self-correcting, it's like, oh, okay, well, if I'm doing that, it's because, uh, you know, I've got a little chicken wing in my elbow or my, my arms aren't pronated or my knuckles are in the wrong spot. And we try like these mechanical right. fixes on the course and that almost never works. Right. But whereas if you take a focus, that's more like, okay, instead of hitting it on the heel, I'm going to try and hit the toe. Don't even bring it that next step to, oh, trying to hit it off the toe means I have to, you know, do this with my wrist. So like, don't forget all that. Just, I'm just going to hit this one off the toe and, and, and give it a shot. I mean, it's worth yeah. trying to range anyway. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I mean, you know, first hole with the driver, um, you know, top it or whatever. I don't know, probably went like fifty yards, and I got like this terrible angle. And you were right. You're like, dude, just take your freaking nine iron. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I tried pulling a hero shot to save the hole, and it went OB. You know, and it was just like that's just gotta stop. And I'm that's kind of why I texted you this morning with that that NLU film room with like. You know, that was great. Yeah, conservative, conservative targets. That that target on that shot was. Which one are you talking about now? My but, second shot on that par five after I topped my drive, because you know oh. it's kind of like dog legged. So I had a bunch of trees in my way. Oh yeah, and yeah. Was, and I'm like, dude, can you just? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. a terrible, terrible decision. Mm hmm. It was. I think you were just mad. Yeah, I was. No, I'm, I'm, I just, I'm gonna hit it good now. Right. Yeah, so our ball was going exactly where I wanted it for four holes, and then the yahoos who you know tell us to go, you know, I, I, I was you know blaming my drive on that, and then uh, yeah, so um, yeah, I guess the takeaway there is, uh, it's just, I mean, I have to play smarter. Yeah, I, I think I texted you this morning. Like, I still have too many. Um, you know, hitting it as far as possible is not a target. You know, no, like it's no, just, it's, it's, it's not a target. <laughs> yeah. I, I tell you, I don't, I know a lot of people like pick out targets, like on the fairway and things like that. I don't really do that. I, I and it, I think this is part of the reason why I use the, the range finder a lot. And you, you kind of ride me about it a little bit is because I, I want to know like how far away is that bunker, right? Oh, it's a, it's 130 yards. Okay. So I'm going to hit something that I know can't go 130 yards or whatever it might be. Right. And then I just choose that club, but my target is almost always something on the horizon. It's almost always like a limb on a tree or a, a cell phone tower, you know, a mile away. I'm always, always looking at something up on the horizon line. And then I just let my yardages kind of, you know, worry about where it's going to land. Right. Um, I'm not saying that's how it has to be done, but I, I don't know. I, I think it's worked out relatively well. I, I have a target on every shot. Right. Target on every yeah, I, 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 I need to do a better job of that. Like every shot, you know, must have a purpose that the book says. And but going back to the range finder, and I'm in no way trying to take credit for your good scores. But this last round, you weren't obsessed with it like you were a month barely ago. Used yeah, yeah. Barely used it. Yeah, barely used it. Yeah. No, I, I'm glad. Um, I It's clearly working out better for me to, to not be so obsessed with it. Uh, much more feel in my game. Um, like even that chunk on the first hole. 
you know, I sent it probably 15 yards up. It, it was the same club. I should have clubbed down, you know, a quote unquote should have. And I was like, no, just choke up a little bit, you know, a three quarter swing, choke up. You'll, you'll be fine. And I, I just, boom, put it on the green. It, it just, yeah. you know, it was a month cool. ago, you would have been running back to the car to get yeah. the club. Exactly. Exactly. No, no. I, it was nice to see that that challenge has kind of worked out for both of us. Cause um, I did have that one sand shot where I normally, I, I went back to chipping with my 58 after that right. challenge. Just, I just love that club. But um, I do use my 54 more. And I also used my 52 on a chip um, last round too. That that worked out pretty well, more of like a bump and run type, type chip. So I've definitely expanded it a little bit. But yeah, it's nice to actually see, you know, how that, that paid off a little bit. Yeah, those challenges helped out for sure. For sure. All right, well, I've got one more takeaway and something I've been focusing on. You got anything else? Yeah, I got. I had one more. Okay, cool. All right, you go ahead, then I'll go. Well, because of the rain delay, I, I don't even want to say rain delay. I mean, it was thunder and lightning to the point. Oh, it, like, yeah, it, it got iffy there for a minute. Yeah, but um, yeah, my takeaway is that you need to have two beers before teeing off. <laughs> <laughs> Because if, if, you know, it's a pretty good takeaway. I should probably do that more of. Yeah, um, I know. Yeah, forcing you to have two beers. You know, it's real twist my rubber on. Yeah, twist my exactly. rubber on, but but yeah. So we were just kind of chilled in the clubhouse, had a beer, and then we're like, oh, let's get one more and you know go outside. Yeah, see I was gonna say we, raining, we took those you know? with us, but uh, but yeah, yeah. no, nah, it it, I, it probably did relax me a little bit. And like I said, I really wasn't going in worried about score. If I was worried about score, I probably wouldn't even have had one. I would have been all like, oh, no, let's just get out there. Duh, duh, duh. Right. And uh, yeah, no, very relaxed. I, I played comfortable all day. And it was cool because I did it without even thinking about it. You know, that's awesome. I, yeah, I was, I was glad. I don't know why. It just worked. Some nice. days are good. Some yeah. days are good. Whatever works, right? Yeah. But yeah, no, the only other thing I had, and I, I mentioned this to you, I think before we played this round, like, um, I feel like if we're going to bring our scores down, I, or at least I know I want to do this, I really want to concentrate on how I'm doing on par threes and par fives. Yeah. And we're kind of getting into a rhythm where we play the same two courses, right? It's either the, right. the divide or Stonebridge. It's not that hard to figure out what clubs do I need to hit on all the par threes? You know, how do I want to approach all the par fives? And I just, I feel like getting better on the threes and fives is really going to help bring scores down because um, I could easily put an eight up there on a par five. And, you know, if you, if you get rid of those and you turn them all into sixes, it's, it's a lot of strokes. Yeah, for sure. Well, I was going to say, I mean, I bogeyed nine, which is that hole's been a struggle for me, but I totally just changed my tee shot direction and my second shot. That's yep. the second. Uh, actually, I think I parted it last time we played, bogeyed it now. So that was good to see. I still struggle with the number 10 over there, you know, the bridge hole. I do too. I, what did I do? Um, I bogeyed it, but, but I, it was, a, it was not a comfortable bogey. It yeah. was, yeah, it was, it was a tough one. Yeah. And then, I mean, then I got the nine on the, on the, the first par five where everything you know kind of wheels kind of coming off the other par five i don't even remember i part it goes to show you i'm remembering my bad holes i don't remember the par five i part yeah 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 seriously man that that the 16 that's i feel like 16 and 17 there um i mean they're like the old seven and eight or whatever but um they're tough they're, i don't know those holes are tough to me I, I bogeyed the par five and then i tripled the the par four that was my one triple of the day yeah but now you're going back to average um i forget exactly what it was i i, I think you 
you played the par threes and one over. I, I, right? Yeah, yeah. I had three pars and a bogey. And um, and the crazy thing there, so all right, we're talking about my chipping and putting. Three pars and a bogey on the par threes. I only had one green in regulation. Yeah, it's huge. Only one. Yeah, those would have been sixes but, and sevens two yep. months ago with your army yeah. golf. And yep. Three yep. Got up and down on two of them. And That's then, awesome. Yeah. And then on the par fives, I had two pars and two bogeys. You know, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. And again, one green and regulation there too. It's awesome. Yep. So so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that focus going. I think um I'm actually gonna look at the scorecards and write out what the distances are and all the par threes and make sure that I'm practicing those clubs. And, yeah. Right. I got yeah. a couple of par fives at the divide that I got my eye on trying to make in two in the next few weeks. So you now we'll see how that goes. Love it. Why can't I remember the 16th hole? Well, so 15 is the par three over, not water, but over like that swampy thing. The really hard hole, the hardest hole on the course. Right. right? Then you go to 15, the par three. Not The not hardest hole hard. on the course, too. I bogeyed. Like, I started playing decently well again. And yeah, that you had a real good stretch right there. Yeah. You went like bogey par, and a bunch of bogeys and pars for about four or five holes there. Yeah, I did that twice. Five or six holes. Yeah. That that's the problem though. I'll do it for four holes and then I'll lose it for six holes and I'll do it for four more <laughs> holes. Well, I tell you what, let's take a look because you really want to beat yourself up, right? So your first four holes were good. Then you did have a nine that sucked. Then you went bogey, double, then you had a triple on a par three. Quadruple. Actually, quadruple. Yeah. That's 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 that was that terrible. weird one where I had that crazy hook. Right. right. And then the so, drop zone, I hit it in the water from the drop zone. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. But but in reality, when when you take your like perception out of it, look at your scores. You had two bad holes. You had two bad holes on the front. You had a nine and a seven. Yeah, right. And then ten was tough. You you had a bad hole there on ten. That was really it. And ten and eighteen. Yeah, tw yeah. Twelve's twelve's not twelve's a double on a par three. That you got it. That's not a hard hole. You got to get rid of that. What so, par three is that? So that's the one that's got the little creek in front of it. You got to step over the bridge. It's right before the bell hole. You were like short, like and short of the creek even. Yeah, yeah. I hit a terrible, terrible. Yeah, it's like a hundred and twenty-one yard shot or something. Yeah, like, yeah. That you, you're better than that five there. Right. Yeah. So and honestly, like you had five bad holes, man. Like you know, you were killing yourself. Well, that's the thing too. Cause I know like a lot of the times and I've said this before. Um, one thing I like to look at after the round is how many bogeys are better. Mm -hmm. And I'm typically in that 10 to 12 range. I did mm -hmm. that on this one and there was 11. So I'm like, I was still in that range. It's mm -hmm. just, I'm not avoiding the big number. You did a great job of avoiding the big number and I didn't. And that's the, that's the 12 shot difference, you know? Yeah, I, I was also bogey or better on 16 holes. Yeah. You know, like that's, yeah, that's I had 11, 11 bogeys, I think six pars or seven pars. No, six I mean, pars. That would be the entire round, but yeah. Well, what's 11 and six? 17. So I guess 11 and five. Yeah, 11, 11 bogeys, five pars. Well, yeah. Double and a triple. That's what I'm saying. Well, either way, however you want to look at yeah. it, like I said, you know, 
yeah, we're probably typically in the 10 to 12 range. You got 16, you know, you're going to, you're going to shoot a great score, yeah. but it's also kind of, we're kind of saying the same thing two different ways. I it's mean, true. Yeah. You're getting those doubles become regular bogeys. And, right. And, and you know, yeah. you're going to have more. Yep. Great. But yep. Yeah. You're, so you're doing a better job of avoiding the big number. Um, yeah, but yeah. It really is huge. I mean, I, we, we, we did talk about that a couple, couple episodes back. It, it's, it's the key for us right now. And it's actually probably the key the whole way. It's just that big numbers, instead of being eights and nines, are going to become sixes and sevens, and then are going to become fives and sixes. Right. Yeah. So, like I said, I'm, you know, maybe I got to stop, you know, being so hard on myself. Like you said, it was more afterwards that I was like that. Um, you know, I mean, I'm sure I was hard on myself on the course, but I tried not to like, just, you know, go to a dark place and make the round miserable for you. You know, I got you, you know, we were still drinking and I was still, yeah, laughing, no, you, you know, didn't. Yeah, fun. Yeah. I wasn't like, no, I was when you fun. added it up, you were like, Oh, what the heck? yeah. And I don't know what I expected. I mean, that's probably pretty much what I thought. And you, you even tried saying it like, dude, you know, you would have been pretty happy about a 99 a year ago, you know, but it's just like, I think you, you kind of felt this way when we came back from Todd Hill farm, just like all the effort put in. Yeah. Yeah. And then just like, but you know, I, I was, I was, I was like, I don't want to say like angry, but I thought about it for a while. Then I woke up and I was still kind of like, oh, mopey, I can like tell you, were. you, you, you texted me, or... you texted me the next day and you were like, I'm not missing another range session. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. man, this is really good. He's got a haircut. Yeah. Ass here. But then, um, yeah, then I was just kind of like, you know what, man, you just got to like, you know, progress isn't linear. You got to let it go. And, yeah. and, but that's the thing too. You, you want to get better. You're going to have to work harder. Yeah. Simple as that. No doubt. I think that, and, and the key to working harder, like I love that you got the new setup and you're going to bring the range home. But I do think, and, and I don't know, maybe not. This works good for me though managing my expectations just understand like you're a 21 dude like re relax you, you know i shot a 99 or whatever it is like okay it happens move on to the next one yeah but, yeah. but you get but you got to keep that fire burning as well like i want to be better i want to be better so it's, it's it's a balancing act you know yeah don't you know don't get me wrong i want to win oh yeah no i know you do freaking thing you right. know i mean i don't know what the fund's up to but it's a decent amount of money and half yeah. of that money's mine i want that money back i understand <laughs> yeah no no you i want to win too that's not what i mean i mean like when you're just talking about getting better at golf like i could have let you swim in that hole i could have poked some buttons to keep you mad right but i think that you got to have that fire you got to you got to get a little angry but if you're actually going to get better you have to be able to to find that like that management of expectations, like it, you shooting a 99, you have no right to be that pissed off about it. Yeah, you're right. You're you right. Know? And I think a lot of it is, you know, um, you know, don't think about scores and the scores will come type of deal. Definitely. Um, yeah. Like, I, like, I don't know like w what it was like those, the first four holes just seemed so easy. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's crazy. And, and you know what? I think you bring up a good point about Todd Hill Farm because I, I did. I came. I was like, "What? What is? What is the point? What is the point of this?" Um, and I think the key is that you the really like those kinds of rounds. What's the point of this? Can happen at any time. Um, I think if you're going out of your way, like a golf trip or Todd Hill Farm, where it's a 90 minute drive, we're going to play 36 in one day, whatever. You're starting to put pressure on it, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like the chances of that happening just start to get higher. Um, I also think that 
part of the problems that I had at Todd Hill Farm that day were similar to the problems you were having the other day. And it's just, you know, when you take a swing and you just don't know where the ball is going to end up and you've got that two-way miss going and it's just, it's just like, I, I don't even know what to do. I don't even know what to do. How do I, you know, I could aim more left and then I hook one. I can aim more right. And then I, you know, put one in the left woods. Like it just, right. know, that gets really frustrating. Yeah, it really, exactly. it does. That's and legitimately so. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I had for, you know, a few holes there. But like you said, like looking back on it, you know, just do a better job of avoiding the big number. Yep. And I'm looking now, your three putt, you had one three putt and it was on a par three and you got a bogey. No, know? and I, rem- I remember that. Yeah. Um, like I was no like, big yeah, deal. three putt, three putt bogeys yeah. suck, but I, I don't even think my first putt was even all that long, but whatever. I had one three putt, you know, yeah. I chipped it in. So, you know, what, 32 putts, I'll take that every time. Mm-hmm. So then the, the par five that you were not remembering is the very next hole. You know, it's the one that's got the water short and right of the green. It's the one where you thought the guy was in the red jacket and the cart in front of us, but it really yeah, was yeah, like a yeah, towel yeah. or whatever, mm-hmm. that hole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah part of man. Nice job. Yeah. I hit a terrible second shot on that one and I got lucky enough to find it. Like um, it didn't go, it was way left. Uh, my second right. one, but then I hit a really good third chipped it on made the putt so love it yeah love it all um, right man well yeah. I think, uh, we're coming up we might even be longer than an hour at this point i'm not sure i don't have any more takeaways i think that's everything i got I, I was doing a little bit of math just real quick before we go on just like greens and regulation right and um i don't know i was listening to a mark brody podcast and he was like greens and regulation don't even bother keeping track of and i was like really that's Usually that's the one thing, like the one traditional statistic they tell you to keep keep track of. But uh, I had zero greens in regulation on the the nine where I shot a forty five, and I had six of them on the on the one where I shot a forty two. Now, uh, granted, you know, six of them I probably should have done better than forty two, but uh, I, I don't know, just interesting. So what are you trying to say there that you agree with them because your scores aren't all that different or three strokes yeah. is a decent amount. So those greens and regulation. No, I'm trying know. to say, I think I agree. I think I agree. Um, well, I mean, talked- clearly hitting greens is, is important, right? I well, mean- yeah. I mean, we talked about it a couple episodes ago. That's one of those things. Fastest way to lower your score is hit green, more greens right. and regulation. Great. That doesn't tell me anything. How, how do how- I do it? Exactly. <laughs> and like, I think whether you're, you, especially at our skill level trying to get better whether it's a green and regulation or not it's more of i have to make smarter decisions i have to keep the ball in play i have right. to get the ball near the green and then chip and putt especially for you not double chipping not right. three putting you know so like yeah well it might not technically be a green and regulation those things you right. have other things so to, to worry about i think if you're trying to get from a 15 to a 10 yeah hit more green and regulation. Right. so yeah again and again it doesn't tell you anything but yeah and, and i'm actually looking now it wasn't six it was four but still it was zero with 45 and four with with 42 and yeah i think you put it perfect it's if, if i don't hit the green and regulation the next shot's got to be the one on the green you know like green and regulation plus one i'm gonna be fine Right. As long as I don't army golf it around or whatever. Right. Yeah. So I, I mean, 
Yeah, I don't know. I think I think I, I didn't listen to him say that. I know, you know, he's obviously a really smart dude. Um, I would imagine he, he means it from the standpoint of, yeah, it's a stat, but it doesn't really tell you much. Yeah, and that's exactly what he meant. He's, right. he's like, you know, like if you wanted me, if, I, if you wanted me to tell you what to work on, you're going to have to tell me more than I had six screens in regulation. Right. He's like, it's like telling me I shot 95. Oh, okay. Right. I don't know. I don't. I have no idea what you need to work on. You shot ninety five. I have right. no idea what your yeah. problem is. Do, do you get you know nine green regulations and three putt every single one of those right. greens? And yeah, yeah, there's 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 other things wrong here. <laughs> you yeah, know? exactly. It's even like the 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 podcast I listened to. The guy you get lessons from. So you like just get like the vibe. He was like, you know, guy was like, oh, I want to I want to play a cut, you know. And he's like, Bob, you you three putted seven of nine holes. Mm-hmm. And you, you tell why me, you worry about a cut? Yeah, yeah, like, like yeah. you know. So he, you know, dude, people want to play golf swing, not golf. They really do. Yeah, and like I, I wasn't doing it on purpose because I'm not good enough for it. But like even the first couple of holes, you were like, "Damn, dude, you got like a sweet little draw going." You know, mm-hmm. like the swing yeah, was did. just like dialed in. It was, it was great. It was mm-hmm. great. I was like, uh, you know, I thought like last round was the the post lesson round, and this was the round that was gonna click. You know, like I was <laughs> like, you were putting pressure on. You were yeah. thinking about all that stuff out there. You were definitely putting pressure on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is coming though, man. It's definitely coming. Yeah. Um, this doesn't have anything to do with bet. I figure we have about a hundred days until we take a golf trip. We haven't planned it yet. Um, so yeah, my goal is a hundred swings a day for a hundred days in my happy Gilmore driving range. That's now set up in my garage. All right. Hey, God bless you. That, that sounds like too much to me, but uh, 10,000 swings. All right. You go for it, man. I hope uh, if that's what you want to do, I hope it works out. I like it what i'm doing all right Maybe i don't we'll have the muscle memory because obviously i can have it for four holes and then it can disappear i need right. to ingrain it in my head right now so okay well hey keep track of stuff you know it's something we could chat about chat about next time or you know i'm sure as you're doing it you're going to come across some things that you that you like doing some things maybe you don't and that could be good stuff yeah all right i love it so yeah nice round man nice to see the um hard work paying off it really is i'm happy for you and Thanks, um i think we get a uh hopefully a round schedule before the end of july and then maybe we'll record and give a little uh preview into major two i think we have something fun planned for that all right sounds awesome all I right man. all righty sir have a good one later thanks so much for listening today if you enjoyed the podcast please leave us a review you can also check out the show notes at yourstillaway.com and follow us on Twitter at YSA Podcast or on Instagram at Your Still Away Podcast. Also, you can get more detailed email updates on my journey to get to a single digit handicap at chasing80.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. Till then, hit them straight.